inspire, educate, connect. This is Yoga Digest, a vibrant community of passionate changemakers. listening to the Yoga Digest podcast. Yoga Digest is your resource for optimal health and well-being. We feature real people and real stories. This podcast will inspire you to unlock your truth with simple tips from experts on happiness, liberation, and living simply. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Yoga Digest podcast today. I'm super excited about our guest, mostly because I just don't know a whole, whole lot about her other than our brief conversations, but I was introduced to this lady uh, by a mutual friend of ours, Kino McGregor, who's done some work with Yoga Digest in the past, and of course, I've absolutely heard of this wonderful person. She was one of the first people I ever saw when I entered the Instagram world. So uh, Carrie Verna, aka Beach Yoga Girl, thank you so, so much for joining me today on the Yoga Digest podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's awesome uh, to get to visit uh, so far away. So you're out in um, Florida, sunny Florida. I am in uh, West Palm Beach. And every th- the weather is good today and holding up? The weather is good today. It was a little chilly yesterday. It was in the 50s. We were all kind of freaking out a bit. <laughs> um, but today it seems a little warmer. <laughs> yeah, you. I know how the Floridians are when, uh, when anybody that's in the coastal area. We were in San Diego this weekend, and it was actually perfect weather, but they've been getting a lot of rain, and everybody is, uh, you know, it's, it's always a, a, a funny reaction for the beachy town people. Um, yeah, we, we don't quite know how to handle anything uh, a little, you know, below like 60. <laughs> yeah, so so the beach, I mean, and speaking of, and Beach Yoga Girl, you know, I want to ask you a little bit about your history and, and how you got, uh, got to Beach Yoga Girl. So just tell me how you uh, got into uh, yoga. Well, um, it goes back to when I was about 27 years old. I had never done um, any kind of physical exercise at all, uh, not a day in my life. I was quite um, unhealthy. Um, I was probably about 30, 40 pounds overweight. I smoked, I drank, I, you know, ate McDonald's and I just did not have uh, a McDonald's like for breakfast type of thing. Mm. Um, And I just didn't have a very healthy lifestyle. Um, and then I don't know, I just, I had, I lived in California my whole life and I had moved to Maryland, got married and I wanted a change. I was just looking for a change in my life. So I, um, joined, well, actually I, I signed up to a work. They were opening up a, um, a gold gym and I signed up to work like reception. You know, I was in between jobs at the time and my husband had a good job. So I figured I would just do this receptionist job and, and maybe it would like, inspired me to work out mm-hmm. and of course it did not um, but what they what happened was they were bringing on um, all these fitness programs so I started with fitness programs spinning and kickboxing and these type of things and I started doing um, you know group fitness um, when I got pregnant about two years later I couldn't really do all that high intensity cardio 
and they were offering a, a yoga uh, certification. Um, they wanted to also do a, a, a yoga program and so they had this yoga certification program um, that they were offering. So I decided to do this easy, you know, what I thought was easy yoga class thing, you know, I didn't uh -huh. really know anything about <laughs> it. Um, and I did this training for about four months and in the midst of this training, um, while I was pregnant, I just fell in love with the practice of yoga and I started teaching right away. So I'm not quite the normal, uh, I don't really, I wouldn't recommend this, you know, to my <laughs> students, I would say practice first and then, you know, do a teacher certification. But I actually did the certification first and taught classes and I was all just one experience for me. Um, and I just fell in love with the practice. So after I had my baby, I just kind of um, focused more on yoga than I did the other forms of fitness. And it was about, um, I would say, eight or nine years ago that I completely uh, dropped all other forms of fitness and just focused on on yoga. And oh, I've wow. done several certifications since um, uh, just to keep my you know, knowledge and awareness up. Um, and I'm really, I really love learning. I love, love learning. So, um, I try to always, you know, continue my education whenever I can. What other, um, types of, when you say continuing education, what kind of specialties, um, do you study? Uh, well, I did Ashtanga for a while. Um, it was a, I did a, it was an Ashtanga Bikram kind of uh, certification program. And so it was kind of the, the best of those two worlds. Um, and they had a, a program they called Native Yoga and they blended the two uh, programs together. Um, so when I went through the seven month training with them, they focused a lot on the um, uh, primary series and a lot on the breathing techniques in Bikram and different things like that. Um, so it was it was really kind of unique to get the best of both worlds, mm -hmm. um, if you will. And I did, uh, you know, practice Ashanga for about 18 months. Um, it's a it's a pretty vigorous program. Is that when um, you met Kino? And for me, because <laughs> um, she's yeah, kind of the Ashtanga, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I had kind of been, um, you know, on Instagram and, and doing, um, you know, handstands and things like that for a while. And I had signed up for this teacher training uh, through them. And yeah, I knew of I knew of Kino uh, through YouTube and whatnot, just kind of researching different Ashtanga postures and whatnot, and then did meet her through Instagram. So oh, yeah, it cool. all kind of happened around the same time. Serendipity. It is so important. I love that you said that uh, you don't really recommend for people to jump into teaching without having a practice. Um, it seems like you know more and more people are, are coming around to yoga teacher training, which is great, but um, it seems really that the yoga teacher training is just kind of like cracking open the eggshell. You know, it's just the beginning of a huge growth process. Uh, so I love to hear that you are continuing um, your education and studying different types of yoga and deepening your knowledge because we, even as teachers, we're always a always the student, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so tell me how this all evolved. So tell me about your your Instagram journey. It's just really interesting to me for people who create this uh, amazing um, these followings and. Um, this popularity uh, through, through this this app on our phones. Just, just tell me a little bit about your um, your Instagram journey. 
Well, about five, five and a half years ago, um, I, I really love photography. I'm a kind of amateur photographer. I studied it in school, um, and I really love, uh, you know, just that discipline of art. I, um, you know, I am, I do consider myself an artist, and I just love that form of art. And I was teaching yoga at the beach, and nice. I thought, I, someone told me about the, the app, but it was a photo editing app really at the time when it came out it wasn't what it is today it was just a simple like kind of photo editing app mm -hmm. um, share app and so I thought oh I like these filters this is cool and I started taking pictures um, you know of my dogs and different things like that and then I just had this um, uh, kind of epiphany of, of taking yoga pictures um, so I searched on Instagram and I typed in yoga and there was probably I don't know three or four other people at the time that I could find that were doing it. Um, and I just decided, oh, well, this is kind of cool. There's some, there's a few of us, you know? And so I started taking these yoga pictures and I met the other people doing, you know, yoga on Instagram and we became friends and we would start these little challenges with each other. Like, hey, like this uh, one girl, her name is Laura Sycora. Oh yeah. On, uh, on Instagram uh -huh. she and I became friends and she would put up a really crazy pose you know she was just a mom like me doing yoga in her backyard and she would put up this crazy pose and she would say um, you know challenge anyone who wants to do this and we would do these sort of things and I um, I was inspired you know to try things that I had never done before to advance my practice in a way that um, I just never thought I would ever do just because I wanted to get a photo of it. And as silly as that sounds, um, I wasn't trying like at that time, you know, I had 50 followers. I wasn't trying to, um, impress anyone or anything like that. I was just trying to, um, use the creative artistic side of me, um, with photography, um, and the physical, you know, my love for yoga and combine them together to create this, um, just beautiful way to express myself. And, um, so I decided to put up a yoga challenge. It was called the December Bendy Challenge. I'll never forget it because I found this collage on online of these crazy contortion, I wouldn't even call it yoga, it was contortion <laughs> um, poses. And I knew I could never do any of them, but I wanted to at least try. And I knew if I put up a challenge uh, that I would work towards them every day, you know, because you have to really actually work for many hours to even try to take a picture of something remotely close to what the image was. I asked Laura, <laughs> I asked a bunch of people to do it with me. They're like, no way, I'm not doing it. So I did it by myself. And what I found by putting up that first collage, that first challenge, was that there was this thirst and this hunger out there for, um, for yoga and for, you know, inspiration really. All mm -hmm. these people, thousands of people started doing this challenge and um, I was just blown away that they were, they were, people were doing these poses and what was great about it at the time. So this is before any other yoga challenge had come out. It was before people were doing yoga on Instagram, but what was great about it was that, you know, this was, these were like contortion poses, right? Mm -hmm. People bending in crazy ways and no one who, who did the challenge could do any of the poses, but they all try, even me, you know, I couldn't do them, but we all just tried because it was fun. And I was inspired so much by just that people wanted to try yoga and wanted to do things that they couldn't do, or at least try, you know, right. to put effort towards it. 
And so that got me inspired to start doing Yoga Challenge every single month. And, and up until, uh, well, I mean, I just ended up, I just hosted one, but I've been hosting Yoga Challenges for the last five years on Instagram. And it's amazing to see it grow the way it has. It really you know, is. I, it's you know, insane. My account, my account has grown, you know. So for the first, I think in the first three months of me being on Instagram, doing these yoga challenges, I gained 20,000 followers right away. Mm -hmm. And now I'm now up to a million, but... That's um, insane. That's just crazy. I love the way that you put it so beautifully earlier. You said you just wanted to express yourself. This is creativity for you. And, and, and that's really what yoga is all about, right? Just this uncovering, this unveiling of what's inside of you. Um, and you also kind of led me right into my next question. And, and that is about inspiration. Um, and you said that these challenges and these people uh, that did these challenges with you uh, were so inspiring. What else, who else um, inspires you? Do you have any mentors um, or people that stand out? You know what, um, I, I mean, of course I love Kino and she's, she was an inspiration to me before I even met her. She still is, but now she's my best friend, so it's not the same, <laughs> you know, um, but I still look at her and, uh, you know, and think she's amazing. And I, and actually she does inspire me with her drive and her, um, determination and her just commitment to the practice. It really is inspiring to, um, know someone like I know her very, very well and, and to know that. It's not, it's not phony, it's not fake. It really actually is her and her, her um, you know, testimony to the practice. It's amazing to see. But what really inspires me are my students. I, mm. I love teaching and I love my students. And when I see people who um, come to class who they don't care, or maybe they do care, but they just don't let it bother them. But they, they come to class and they, they don't care what people think about them. And they, they're just willing to try. I had a, a 60, I think he was 65 or 67, I'm not sure, um, year old man who came to me at the beach and he said, um, yoga, you teach yoga. I've always wanted to do yoga, but my church says it's satanic. Aww. And I'm like, oh, I said, please, you know, and he's like, well, it's not satanic. And I said, no, I'm like, come to my, I said, what church is this? I was like, you know, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he was like, oh, it's a Christian church. I said, I'm Christian. Don't worry. I'm like, come on, you know, and that kind of made, eased his mind. And, and, um, he'd never, he couldn't bend over, touch his toes. He couldn't do back bends. He couldn't do anything. And within one year on the sand, you know, he was jumping back and jumping through oh, and doing these things that I was just, every day just so inspired by him showing up to do the practice and it's people like that who come to my workshops who maybe they're overweight or um they have um chronic pain issues or or whatever it is um they, they just want to overcome it or they just want to try you know a lot of times people don't try because they think they can't and then they just live in this constant state of you know media like mediocrity right and I think it's so encouraging to see someone say, you know, I, I know I'm 300 pounds overweight, but I want to do a headstand or I want to try to do handstands or, you know, who says I can't do it? And that is what really encourages me. Absolutely. No, 100 uh, percent. I love the story about the gentleman. And I love that you shared specifically his concern with yoga because of his uh, affiliation with the Christian 
church because that takes me right into our uh, next topic is kind of the fears uh, around um, yoga and from other people you know you're obviously uh, introduced to those are coming to you telling you look I'm overweight Uh, this scares me or you know my my church won't approve this scares me Um, what kind of fears and 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 challenges do you uh, face Carrie in my own practice or in own practice, just in general, yeah, with yoga. I mean, we all kind of have these little barriers, these little walls. And I think as the teacher, you receive so much of it. Sometimes it can be hard to, you know, work, work on your own stuff. What kind of challenges well, I mean, do you Well, I mean, to see? be honest, um, I don't have fears within my practice anymore. I've let go a lot of that. Um, I used to, you know, have the fear that everyone has. I'm not good enough or I'll never be able to do this or that. You know, I, I was diagnosed at 23 with fibromyalgia and I have, I could list it here and list uh, a ton of different doctors labels that they've put on me, but you know, carpal tunnel syndrome and sciatica and herniated discs and, and all these things. And, um, I used to let that stop me from doing headstands or backbends or things of that nature. Um, but now I'm kind of at a place where I just listen to my body and, and see how it feels and see where I'm at. And I go from there. I don't really have fear anymore of, of that, but what I find has been difficult, at least for me. Um, and I'm kind of different than your average, you know, person practicing yoga, but is the actual yoga community in itself has been, um, kind of challenging for me. I feel like I've had a lot of criticism and, um, you know, it's just been odd. Like, I don't always feel accepted. I've been kind of um, pigeonholed as this Instagram yogi. Mm. And I've even had blogs written. You almost say that like it's a bad thing. Well, it, it's been it, written like that. Yeah, like in, the, the in, tone, and that, that shouldn't mm-hmm. be the case at all. I'm sad. I just found a, uh, a blog post recently, and I won't say who <laughs> said these things, but um, two very famous yogis, you know, comparing themselves to me, or at least the writer was comparing them to me, um, saying, unlike Carrie Verna, so-and-so is real and authentic. Mm. And Mm. I just was like, really, you know, and these sort of things have have gone on. Other um, bigger names, if you will, in the yoga community have um, shared publicly. They don't agree with yoga challenges and whatnot. And I just found that to be just so non-yogic and also just um the wrong message to send, you know to anyone wanting to practice yoga so that for me has been the biggest challenge because i think we all want to be loved and accepted um no matter what kind of group we're in and Mm -hmm. so for me not to fit into the the group that i love the most and the group that i spend my life you know trying to uh fit in with to not really accept me in that way or at least my peers i um I found that really hard and I, I, I've had to just let it go and say, you know what, like if they want to call me an Instagram yogi, I'm going to wear that badge and be proud of it because I have, you know, been able to bring more people to yoga than I could have ever done just teaching classes at the beach or mm-hmm. in a studio. And I think there's something to be said for that, you know? Absolutely. No, I think that's a really great attitude. And it's so true, the, um, the judgment, uh, the, the, the criticisms and um, the questions. And I, it, it, it hurts my heart to hear you read those words. And I just have to wonder 
what you feel like when you read something, you know, like like that. I mean, just it, criticism is hard. Um, yeah. Very difficult. Well, it's head? just like the the mean girl thing at school. You know, when you're growing up, there was the mean girls. And I definitely was not one of the popular girls. I wasn't a cheerleader. I wasn't, you know, I didn't date the guy on the football team. I was the awkward, you know, girl with acne and frizzy hair. And <laughs> so it just brings me back to those days where it's a popularity contest. But mm. uh, I think there's more people in the world that are like me who feel like the underdog than more people like the popular girls. Um, and I really feel like those that kind of betray those qualities of the popular girls, they're really just not happy with yeah, you know, who they are, you know? Well, and it's um, funny because, you you know, there's these labels and, and the reality is every single person experiences these emotions. Everybody mm -hmm. deals with criticism. Everybody deals with feelings of lack of self-worth. And, and I think that we're missing the bigger picture there by not supporting each other and lifting each other up and, and being like, hey, you know, even though we're doing things a little bit differently, we're still on the same team here. It's the same message. Um, but I love your attitude about it. And I love that you say, I'm just going to wear the badge proudly, as you should, um, as you should. Um, well, I want to talk a little bit about, because here's where we are, and it's, I think it's very apparent. You're certainly not alone in the feelings that you have within the yoga community. Of, of where we are, where do you see all of this going? Uh, where do you see the, the future of yoga? Well, I definitely see this trend towards online um, classes. And, you know, when Instagram kind of blew up and there were all these people who were doing these crazy poses who shouldn't be doing these crazy poses and who I felt like this weird conflict of like, well, I put a challenge out there and then now these people who have no experience and no teacher and no practice are like trying to like jam themselves into a pose I thought oh my gosh like this is not what I meant by doing you know like mm -hmm. I had this conflict um but you know we can't control others and what they choose to do um and all we can simply do is put out into the world uh our best intention and so I think right now the future of yoga is really more online and virtual teachers and things like that because there's so many people that are hungry for it but they can't afford the $175 a month it costs to belong to a studio or they don't have the time they have children they have a full-time job um there's no way that they can you know make the trip to the yoga studio and back home there's a lot of people in the world who don't have a yoga studio anywhere near them and why shouldn't they practice yoga you know what is the option for them and online training is really the only option um what what uh i would like to do with um our future business we kino and i are starting a uh, a new website called omstars.com and we're running a Kickstarter campaign right now the trying to fund this is we want to have a um, online platform where we have not only practice classes but we have study courses we have wellness courses on cooking and sleeping and everything for wellness and then we also have reality content uh, <laughs> watchable fun yogi shows you know based on real life um and then what we want to have for our students who sign up with us if they want 
is to have a virtual teacher. Have somebody who can video Skype with you once a oh, month wow. or once a week if you uh -huh. choose and go over your form with you, talk to you, really be that virtual teacher that you need um, when you're just practicing alone by yourself. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love that. Yeah. What, are, what are some of the courses you guys are going to offer in terms of uh, yoga? I know you said wellness, but you got my attention when you said something about the, the yoga courses, like a, a continuing education. Yeah, well, not so much like where you would earn um, uh, Yoga Alliance uh, credit, but more like, let's say you wanted to learn Sanskrit. Uh, you oh, wanted perfect. to learn that language. Or let's mm -hmm. say you wanted to study philosophy or anatomy. Um, or let's say you wanted to study one posture, like, um, you know, downward facing dog. Like, you, we're going to have the encyclopedia of yoga. What Kino's working on right now is filming every single yoga posture there is in mm. a video form and also have a tutorial on not only how to do it, but where it comes from, what the meaning of the name is, and how each and every um, muscle and bone plays out in that pose. So it's more than just um, how to do a downward dog. It's an actual study course on um, the foundation of the posture. And, you know, Kino has been been called before the Encyclopedia of Yoga, and we just thought, you know what, let's Let's film that. Let's get you. Wear the badge. <laughs> yeah, and and this could go on endless. You know, we can oh, for sure. continually make these videos, and it'll be a, a reference guide for people to have. You know, for fourteen ninety nine a month, which is a very small amount of money, to have that much information and knowledge at your hands, um, it's just really something that we're hoping that we can do with this Kickstarter campaign. Oh, I, I think it's really uh, a great idea because not just for, you know, um, the, the students, but like I mentioned earlier with these teachers coming out of yoga teacher training also just still feeling a little lost. That's a lot of content and a lot of information to absorb in, you know, 200 hours and a couple of months or in some cases mm -hmm. a couple of weeks yeah. um, so I think that this would be a great uh, resource not just for uh, the students out there but also the teachers that want to enhance and and complement their their learnings just like you have done yourself going and seeking that so I wish you the the best of luck with that and excited to learn more about that and work with you guys on that um, yeah. What else is going on? Do you have any upcoming retreats or workshops or where do we go and find you for a class if we don't know anything about Instagram? <laughs> uh, well, my website is beachyogagirl.com where I have all my workshops listed. Um, I have a retreat in um, April, April 26th through the 30th in Eleuthera, Bahamas. Uh, I still have a few spots open for that. Um, that's a five-day, four-night retreat there. Um, I also have the Yoga Pro Wheel, which is uh, my invention, Kino and I, we uh, invented or actually kind of reinvented the wheel, if you will. Um, <laughs> I see what we, you did there, Carrie. I see yeah, what you did there. We, we patented this uh, invention of this yoga wheel that is more of a fitness tool for your core, for stretching. Um, it's really quite amazing and I'm absolutely in love with it. I've been teaching, uh, we have a whole program online on our ownsters.com that we'll be coming out with in March uh, for classes with the wheel and now I'm just starting to do um, workshops which are selling out. I'm so excited because they're selling out and now um, since there's so much interest with the wheel, we're going to offer a certification program. Oh, cool. Um, you know, 
So we're in the process right now of writing the program and getting Yoga Alliance to approve it. And we will be coming out with our own certification program pretty soon for the oh, wheel. Great. I can't wait to hear more about that. Well, yeah. you guys are certainly um, really just a, a great team. I love all the ideas that you have and I'm happy that we have this connection with you and look forward uh, to doing more with you and, and watching this uh, Ohm Stars and everything uh, continue to grow and blossom. Uh, Carrie, thank mm, you thank so, you. so much for your time today. I really appreciate you cutting out and carving out a little time to share with our listeners a little bit about your story and your challenges and how you overcome mm -hmm. and keep pressing on. So thank you, thank well, you so thank much. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you.